Open Door Ministry Breadcrumbs Podcast with me, your host, Barbara Smith. We are here to share our blog articles with you in an audio format. We know that people are very busy and constantly on the go, but we all still need daily inspiration in our lives. It is our goal to share a few thought-provoking morsels that will challenge you to stay actively engaged in the Word of God. His Word is the bread of life. Oh, Magnify the Lord by Barbara Smith An item becomes magnified when held under a magnifying glass. This is its sole purpose and what it was designed to do. However, I have noticed that if you do not hold it just right, at a precise angle or distance from the item, the image can become distorted. Too close and there's practically no change in the view without the glass, and too far It is so big that you can only catch a glimpse of a very small portion of the item you are examining. Though the portion itself has become quite enlarged, you lose sight of the whole. We must develop the skill of holding it exactly right to get the entire image in the frame, but magnified enough to where its full beauty or meaning is clearly seen. Our thoughts put into words become a magnifying glass. How we choose to use them will determine whether the subject becomes distorted and not seen correctly or fully, whether it has no significance or change at all, or whether we will glean beauty from it. Gossip, for instance, can change the entire view of a story passing things along that are made up of partial truths and not based on facts can blow things out of perspective. Hyperbolizing, embellishing, and exaggerating changes what is seen as well and puts the emphasis on only what we want people to see and does not give the true picture. On the other hand, if we choose to remain silent or not speak up for what is right, nothing changes. Perspectives are then warped or blurred without knowing what the truth really is. Things will remain status quo and life-changing moments could be missed. Psalms 34.3 states, O magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. From verse 4 to verse 7 of this chapter, the psalmist is testifying of what has happened to him. He says, I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked upon him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around them that fear him and delivers them. In verse 8 to verse 10, he is making a declaration that it could happen to you as well. O taste and see that the Lord is good, he says. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. O fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. 
The Lord can hear your cry and deliver you as he did me, the psalmist is declaring. If you would just taste and see that he is good, seek him and you will not be in want. In verse 11 to verse 14, he is exhorting regarding what path we should be taking when he states, Come, ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is he that desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good and seek peace and pursue it. He then finishes with verse 15 to verse 22 by sharing the benefits that are received from making this choice of righteousness and humility. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and the Lord hears, and delivers them out of their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and save such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. He keeps all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. All of this began with verses 1 through 3, where he states, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. The psalmist planned to use these words of his testimony to magnify and give glory to God. We as Christians should not be the last to speak, but the first. We should let his praise be known. Let his name be magnified in all the earth. In this time of diversity and tolerance we are living in, we the church should take advantage of the opportunity afforded us to testify of what God has done for us and what he can do for others. When the right things become magnified, peripheral things will be relegated to the background. Magnify the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and your worries will fade away. The songwriter penned, the things of this world will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Let our testimonies be heard so that others may see him in all of his glory and experience his wonder, his beauty, and his deliverance for themselves. Thanks for joining us today. We trust you have been nourished and blessed. Always remember the Lord is faithful and his mercies are new every morning. Until next time, God bless.